This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash. Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of Hefty Large Black Bags. We haven't entirely nailed down what element it is yet, but I'll tell you this, it's a lively one. Let's give your parents a call right now. Hello, welcome to episode number 96 of Gaming with the Moms. My name is Nicole Tanner. I have been in the video game industry for a very long time, longer than I like to admit, usually. I'm also the mother of a five-year-old. I am joined by fellow mom, Regina McMenemy, who is from the Geek Embassy and is author of the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Hi, Regina. Hi, everybody. How y'all doing? Good, good. And finally, our resident dad, Stephen Dutzman, who is editor and publisher of Engaged Family Gaming and the father of three. Hi, Stephen. Hi, boss. How are you? <laughs> oh, that was kind of a wow. that was kind of a big pause. And there's some low energy there. Yeah. 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 Really? I mean, I wasn't. I'm not trying to be low energy. <laughs> I'm just tired. This is a parenting podcast. I think we all... yeah, we're all tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I and not just throw shade on my friends who don't have kids, but I said something the other day about being exhausted. Yeah. And a friend of mine who doesn't have kids said something. Oh, like because I said, oh, I've been exhausted since my daughter was born, or something yeah, like yeah. that. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I didn't know I have kids. I don't have kids, but you know, I'm that exhausted, and I'm like. No. no, I didn't not. say anything, right. but I was like, <laughs> yeah. I, I love you to death. You are one of my favorite people in the world. You have no, no idea. idea what it means to be tired. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't know. Exactly. Yes. You don't know what it means to be tired. Yeah. That's just, it's just a, there's just a thing that with parenting that it just changes. And yeah, yeah. I was just like, no, I, I, and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to get like all righteous, but right. yeah. I had a moment where I was going to be like, let me bitch slap you so you understand. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. 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 Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm recovering from being so tired. Yeah, you've got party from recovery my going daughter's on. birthday party on Sunday, which was a huge hit. Uh, we ended up with 31 kids at Good our party, uh, which makes her very Good happy. God. Yeah. And, uh, and she got all the Pokemons, man. So much Pokemon. I saw the picture. <laughs> Everybody was asking me what to get her. And I'm like, well, I don't want any more crap, you know, more little figures right. or this or that. I'm like, just get her Pokemon cards. And everybody did. And now she has so many cards. She has like two of those little tin, special edition tin things that are completely full of cards. And they're even packed in like sideways. Like my husband like engineered it to get the most amount of cards in these things that he could. Two of them are full, and then she's got another um, – someone gave her a lunchbox with, like – it had cards, but it also had, like, an activity book and crayons and all that kind of stuff. And, like, half of that is full of cards now, too. So, so yeah. So I opened up – we finally got the, tr the trainer kit, though, which is something that we didn't have. So I, op <laughs> I opened up the instructions to learn how to do it um, the other day. We st I still haven't played a, a game with her, but I think I know how to play it. And uh, Isaac and her do. download – Download the iPad app, and that has like a tutorial in it. So, yeah, you Those know help. how to play. 
Yeah. You know how to play because you play Hearthstone. And the yeah, reality right. is they're not the same, but they're so similar in their flow and cards doing some of the same stuff that you'll uh-huh. understand very quickly. Yeah. It's one of the interesting things about all those CCGs is that they're very transferable. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, so any other parenting stories? Yeah, let me tell you about okay. what my jerk daughter did last night. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll preface this by saying that she's four, so it's to be expected. At two in the morning, she decided, one in the morning-ish, she decided to wake up and sneak into our room and lie in between us while the two of us were asleep. We had no idea. She proceeded. Yeah, I sleep like a rock. (laughs) Okay. I sleep like the dead. There's really, and I fall asleep very quickly. That's my superpower. That is why throughout my entire, like the entire process of being parents, I have been the one to get up and change diapers, to do late night feedings, to do, because I can just go to bed and fall asleep in a few minutes, whereas yeah, if my wife is up, my she's life. up forever. Right. So um, mm-hmm. so I also sleep like a rock. So, um, But what she started doing was she H'd us, which everybody gets H'd every once in a while, where the, yeah. you know, where the, you know, the head on one person's butt and the feet stick stuck on somebody <laughs> else's butt. I mean, that's standard right. issue stuff. What she started yeah. to do when we rejected that uh, by moving too far apart. Fortunately, our bed is fairly large and she is small. Um, she proceeded to, while asleep, start sitting up while still asleep and would just fall over. Like, <laughs> while sitting, just without, just collapsing like a doll that was not propped up correctly. And she did this for about 20 minutes. Oh, shit. Um, and eventually I kicked her out and was like, get out of here. This is crazy. And then she proceeded to shriek. At the top of her lungs for an hour and a half. Oh, man. She shrieked so loudly, she hurt her own ears. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Did you know that a four-year-old could harm her own ears by shrieking? (laughs) No. Probably not. Although I'm not surprised. Yeah. Knowing Um, what it sounds like. Eventually, she passed out again. Yeah. But it was like three. 34 in the morning and there was no consoling her because I would sit I went and sat in her room mm-hmm. and it wasn't good enough it was just that so um she is in trouble <laughs> um so she's gonna go to bed early tonight she's watching cartoons right now in the hopes that that will settle her down yeah um and I, I am locking my door <laughs> so she can fall asleep on the floor outside oh my, my uh outside of my bed bedroom if she wants yeah yeah we're finally anna has had this thing since she was little she has a a blanket that she likes to chew on um we went to the dentist yesterday and they're like yeah you shouldn't do that because it's going to push your teeth out the wrong way um and so now that she understands a little bit we we actually i didn't have a blanket to give her they were all in the washing machine and they were all wet because they get gross because she chews on them um so she didn't have one to just have the other night they were all in the washing machine and all wet uh, and so she she screamed and cried for about about an hour ish. But my husband and I were downstairs and she was upstairs. And then the next morning, um, she comes running out of our guest bedroom. And I'm like, what were you doing in the guest bedroom? She's like, I slept in there. I was like, all night. She's like, yeah, the bed is comfier. I was like, OK. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, we're we're in the process of probably getting her a new bed. Uh, but it's nice to know that she's ready for that. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Ready for that. So, um, so yeah. Uh, so kids, kids, <laughs> funny this week. Um, <laughs> but video games. Let's hop into some video games. Biggest news today: Call of Duty World War II was announced. I don't think that that's very surprising to anybody that that's what was going to happen. It's coming out November third. They released a very, very fancy trailer that looks very, very pretty. It's, it's impressive. Call of Duty is always impressive. It's not my thing, but you know. So, um, so did you guys watch this trailer? What did you think? It's beautiful. Yeah. It. I. I somebody at work asked me what it looked like and i said it looked like call of duty should right like yeah at this point if it looked bad we would be surprised but it looks good enough that i'm like hey it's call of duty um it looked really dirty really looked grimy and mm-hmm. nasty and that's world war Two, man right yeah. like yeah that's it's one thing that i'll say about you know like advanced warfare and um yeah, infinite warfare is those move those games were very clean mm-hmm. right like very sterile environments, very mm. you know, like yeah. This is not gonna be that game. This is gonna be mu- mud, yeah. dudes killing dudes with shovels, you know. Yeah. So and it was very it it felt like World War Two. Yeah. Um, I am I, I'm gonna play it, <laughs> but I'm <laughs> okay. You know, but man, it, I I think I'm gonna end up with some PTSD after this one. This is one of those like real, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, I mean, yeah, they're gonna make this real. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I was... Well, that's what's so cool about it. Yeah. That's what makes it so kind of unique. In a, I don't know. You know how how creative can you get with first person shooters? Like, right. The games, the gameplay doesn't change very much. Mm-hmm. The game style, um, so it has to get. You have to change the aesthetic, and that's what I really appreciated about this. Like Steven said, it being so so gritty and so different, um, it just made it stand out for me. Yeah. I thought it totally could have been like a commercial for like a, for like a World War II era movie. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how yeah. good it looked. Oh, absolutely. Looked. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so that's cool. It's coming out November 3rd, so we're getting our holiday... Our holiday onslaught of announcements have already started. I'm sure you'll be able to see more about this at E3. They also did a live stream. I I missed it. Um, It was over before I was able to log on and take a peek. But I'm sure they have it somewhere. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot? It wasn't a lot. There wasn't a lot of details. I mean, it was, you know, hype, right? Like, hey, you know, get excited Mm -hmm. for Call of Duty is a big deal. Because, of course, it's a big deal. It's Call of Duty. It's one of the pillars of the gaming universe. Um, I I think Call of Duty is one of the most important franchises in game. Yeah. And um, so... I mean, it did that. I mean, they talked. About, I mean, one of the big pieces that came out, and I don't know if you guys saw the article from Mashable, um, but they're legit not steering away from the bad stuff. Mm. Um, whereas previous World War II games have been like, you know, let's focus on you know the Mediterranean and like <laughs> you know stuff like that, right? Like they just have not gone to the bad stuff. And Sledgehammer has come out specifically and said. <coughs> that games are mature now, they've grown up in the last 15 years, which surprised me, it's been 15 years since they've made a World War II game. Right. Um, that, uh, so we're going to see some things, and uh, yeah, um, wow. it's going to be interesting. Um, you know, like, they talk specifically about seeing, you know, like, and, you know, concentration camps and things like that, so, mm. little, little going to be a little intense, never seen that in a yeah. video game before. Um, yeah. But, 
If you want to drive a point home about what Nazis are. Right. Not a bad time to do that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, if you've, if you've seen the trailer, um, email us or tweet at us. We'll have to, see, uh, to hear about what you think. So, uh, in other first-person shooter news, Halo 6, of which we know absolutely nothing about, except from this um, interview with Frank O'Connor today, says that Master Chief's going to be the big star of the game once again. If you played Halo 5, you know that it was split between Master Chief and um, Spartan Locke. Uh, but apparently people weren't very happy about that. So, um, so yeah. So Chief is coming back. He's going to be the main character. And, uh, yeah, that's that. We don't have a release date or anything about that, about Halo 6. This is the only thing that, that has been said. So, um, and before anybody asks, I had know nothing about Halo 6 any more than anybody else does. So, <laughs> there. Way to, cut me, way to cut me off. I was going to be like, well, don't you know everything about Halo? And, and that's really not true, because I know you know nothing about Halo. Right. Microsoft is really good at keeping secrets. Um. Yeah. Big shock, right? You know, right. Halo 6 is going to be all about Master Chief. Like, mind blown. But right. at the same time, I want to, I mean, you got to give them credit, right? They tried something yeah. new. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody complains constantly about how sequels are samey and it's just the same thing and yeah. the same game over and over again. And Halo was guilty of that because mm -hmm. it was all Master Chief all the time. So, you know what? They tried something different. They said, fine, you want something different? You want not all Master Chief all the time? Well, here's not Master Chief. And people didn't like yeah. it. So you know what? Yeah. At least they gave it a shot. I think it was a reasonable try. I mean, it's not a yeah. bad game from a gameplay perspective. It's just the narrative tripped up a little bit. Yeah. I'm excited to see what they do next. Yeah. Especially since it's presumed, I, I would presume, that this will be the first Halo game made with Scorpio on the table. So this game is mm. going to look ridiculous. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Very much looking forward. Yeah, I mean, there's no question that it's going to be Scorpio, um, for sure. Because Scorpio is supposedly coming out this holiday season. If if Halo 6 was coming out this holiday season, we would know about it now. Um, so, so yeah, I doubt it very much. Uh, oh, I mean, I doubt this year. Yeah. What, next year, probably. Yeah, yeah, so when Scorpio is out um, and in full swing, that's that's when we'll see the Halo... Halo 6. So, um, what else is going on? Uh, moving away from your gritty, uh, mature first-person <laughs> games, uh, Super Mario toys are now available in Happy Meals. Hooray! Not that I am encouraging anybody to go to McDonald's, but you know, if you do, you can get Mario toys now. This isn't the first time they've had Mario stuff. I remember we have a little Mario Kart something somewhere that we got. Um, yep. Oh, the Mario Kart ones yeah, from yeah, the Mario Kart yeah. ones are awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. I will be getting a bunch of Happy Meals over the next <laughs> several. Over the next <laughs> Shocker. Uh, yeah. And are you going to eat said Happy Meals yourself? I mean, there's not enough food in them, so I would probably not. I would give them to my kids. Oh. Okay. Happy Meals are depressing. Have you seen oh, a Happy God. Meal? Yeah. 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 Happy Meals are depressing. That little thing of French fries is like, that's just me, is my opinion. <laughs> like, I get it. You know why kid. But yeah. My daughter doesn't like French fries. So she's always like trying to get me to order them without the French fries. I'm like, it just comes with it, honey. So yeah, so she doesn't even eat the French fries that's, at all. 
She'll have wow. the yogurt I don't understand your child. and the nuggets and whatever. So, but yeah, she I doesn't like French fries. I, I know. I don't, I don't understand. Half the time this either. is weird. Who doesn't like French fries? French fries. Because um, isn't fries. French like for me? Like the the other food is just the the stuff that happens when you buy McDonald's French fries because you just can't go in there and eat like a bucket of McDonald's French fries. Like that's gross. So you, you gotta could. get a burger. <laughs> Like to burgers. give some semblance of balance of your towards your diet. So at least I mean, I'm you're like, at McDonald's. Who cares? Well, I don't know, man. You're not impressing anybody. Wow. No, either fries Sorry. are okay, but they're not. I'm not that crazy about them. I don't know. I don't like I'm, McDonald's fries. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. You know, my no, husband. There's plenty I, of people that don't. My husband absolutely hated these, but the fries are in and out. I used to love. In and out in California, oh, which I we miss don't In-N-Out have here. Fries. Uh, but my husband. Well, we have a them. we have a local chain. We have Burgerville, and I love Burgerville fries. Oh, okay. Wait, Those are really good. Wait, yeah, you, so. just, you just said something, Nicole. That I sidetracked. Regina, is there? Is it likely that there will be an In and Out Burger near where we're staying? Yes, very likely. Jesus. And we'll have a car. So yeah, yeah. Oh my I know. god! There I haven't go. had In and Out. <laughs> I haven't had In and Out since two thousand eight. Oh my god. So I, I would to love to have an In-N-Out burger. <laughs> Although we're already talking about barbecuing every night, so I'm not really sure where we're going to fit in. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. I'm yeah. going to get In-N-Out at one point. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, um, no, no. You definitely these toys, should. <laughs> yeah. These toys, to get back to the topic, because this is not a burger <laughs> podcast, although we really talk about everything. Um, we really I do. think these toys are really <laughs> rad. The only thing uh-huh. that's weird about them is that they're not toys. They oh. are like figures. Figures, yeah. They're figurines. They're kind of like Funko yeah. Pops and things like that. So I, my issue is like my kids look at them and they're like, well, what am I supposed to do with that? And I'm like, well, mm. you put it on a shelf. So yeah. I'm excited because like I want the Mario to put on a shelf and I want the Invincible Mario to put on a shelf. Yeah. And they prefer the toys that you can actually play with. Mm. Those are their ones. So because we, you know, we go and we have three kids, so they get three toys. Yeah. If we all go. Well, not anymore. The the, the big guy orders off the, the adult meal because it's just not enough. But, like, they used right. to get three toys, right? Like, that, that adds up if it's garbage. Yeah. But there's – we have um a drawer because it's a daycare at our house. We have a drawer full of race cars, and at least oh. a dozen of those race cars are ver- various McDonald's toys because those are rad. Yeah. You know, the Mario Kart ones or whatever. So whenever they get figurines, they're like, what am I supposed to do with this? This is, like, collectible. I don't want that. So <laughs> it's weird that this is, like, more for, like, nerds like me than it is yeah. for children. Um, yeah. But it, I, yeah. but they won't sell them separately in Connecticut, so. <laughs> oh, really? You can't go in and just buy the toys? I can't. No, they won't do it. Um, I've tried. That's too bad. Because there was, what <laughs> yeah. was it? No, there was a yeah. couple years ago, there was, like, a Skylanders thing. And I wanted to get oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and they were rad. And I was like, you know what? I just want the whole set. So I went in and I was like, I figure I'll go in every like four days or whatever. And they would have a different toy. And uh-huh. uh, I went in the first day with like five bucks being like, can I just buy this? And they're like, nope. Huh? So, I mean, I could have bought a Happy Meal, but like, that just seems stupid. <laughs> so anyway. Oh, Wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We have one of the Skylanders things. I, you know, I haven't played Skylanders, so I don't know who it was. But Anna likes it. She thought it was cool. Um, the, the toys and those things are really hit and miss. Like sometimes you get something yeah. that's cool, and other times it's just like complete crap. 
Um, and then they have, they have their terrible McDonald's app where you're supposed to be able to scan what you get with your uh, camera, your iPhone or iPad camera, and then play a game. We have not ever been able to get that thing to work. It will not scan. <laughs> it just will not do it. So, yeah. The f- yeah, they we really made- are hit or miss. Yeah, yeah. When we made the promise to Anna the first time. It was like Christmas time. We got some little stuffed reindeer thing. We're like, hey, we're going to scan this in and you'll be able to play a game. And we said that before we actually tried to scan. <laughs> she was disappointed i'm like i'm sorry honey i tried for an hour daddy tried for an hour this is just not happening so uh anyhow uh let's see all right so it's my turn it's the thing it's the thing it's steven's turn i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna preface this steven just go (laughs) well everyone it's time to celebrate the beginning of of spoiler season for Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Um, for those of you that do not know, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite is really Marvel vs. Capcom 4. Probably my fa- my. I'm not gonna say my most anticipated game because that is because Regina is gonna make fun of me. Um, so and don't tell me you're not. Um, I totally all, would. Because. It's worth noting, Regina, that Nicole always makes fun of me, no matter what. You just pick on me for that one thing. So, I am a unabashed... I'm going to start keeping a list. Look, I have fine. a journal here. I am Steven's a... most anticipated games of the year. That's fine. We can put Battlefront 2 and okay. Mar vs. Capcom Infinite. That's fine, if we really want to keep a list. Mar vs. Capcom okay. Infinite is... It's a fighting game. It's absurd, because it uh, combines characters from Marvel and Capcom universes. Um... It's a, it's absurd is probably the right word. They released a new trailer this week. Um, some big announcements came out of it. The biggest one is that there is going to be a story mode in it, which is, which is special because there has not been a story mode before. There's been an arcade mode where you just play a bunch of dudes, but never a actual story mode. That's actually rad because, uh, lots of games in recent memory, specifically Mortal Kombat 10 and, uh, the Injustice games, have done a really good job of putting together cool story modes. Um, mm. Here's looking at you, Street Fighter Five. Figure your crap out. Um, and <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, like fighting game stories. Like, are they really no, 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 any man? Good? Okay, the stories are bad. No, 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 the stories are bad. But the modes are cool because what they do is they play out like a movie, mm-hmm. and you're just constantly cycled through different characters. So it's not like you're playing one character through the whole thing. You might be, you know, one character for one fight, and then you'll have a fight, and then it'll end, and then you might be a, you might be the character you just defeated fighting somebody else, Mm. and it goes through to the point where you play most of the characters in the game. It's pretty fascinating stuff. They also confirmed eight new characters: uh, Hulk, Hawkeye, Thor, Rocket Raccoon, and Ultron from Marvel, and Strider, Hiryu, Chun Li, and Chris Redfield from Resident Evil on the Capcom side. Um, it's a little imbalanced right now, but whatever, they, they figure that out at the end. Um, and they announced Sigma, which is a villain from Mega Man X is the first DLC character, um, who also is part of the villain for the story mode. It doesn't really matter. Um, it comes out September 19th on PlayStation 4. That's all. That's the only console that we know yet. It could very well be a console exclusive. I'm not sure. Well, Um, the story on Polygon says it's PlayStation 4, Windows PC, and Xbox One. It does? It does, yes. The press release didn't say it. <laughs> yep. 
right in the first line. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Steven. The, of the, the article. The first sentence of the article. <laughs> yeah. See, I read press releases, not <laughs> Polygon articles, because I'm a journalist. Um, and let me go right to the, if you're going to give me shit, let me just swing right back, friends. So bear with me a moment. Let me go okay. get my press release out. No, nope, I'm going to defend my honor. Okay. <laughs> the other funny thing, though, while Steven is looking that up, so in the Polygon story, they've got the trailer embedded, and the still for it is um, Hulk. And this is the most ridiculous thing, but Hulk has, like, very, very nice-looking teeth, considering he's Hulk. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, wow, look at that. I mean, he's got a few that are sort of off on the bottom, but I'm like, Hulk's got perfect teeth. Now, yeah. Like, but you can tell he grinds his teeth, though, because they're all flat on the top there. And I'm just <laughs> 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 oh, <anyhow>. <laughs> all right, Steven. Um, yes. Can you defend I, yourself? I think I deleted it, so... Oh, oh. Uh, journalists don't delete press releases, Stephen. I'm sorry to tell you. <laughs> you keep those for further reference. So, I'll just say that. My camera's off, otherwise I'd be making a rude gesture at you. Fine, so it's coming up for <laughs> Xbox One, and that's great. Um, Even better. It doesn't matter, I'm buying it on PS4. Um, So it comes out September. I'll have to amend my story on Engage Family Gaming. So it comes out on September 19th. Um, nothing really around there. Up until today, it was the first game to actually stake claim to a date in the fall. Mm. Um, I'm fairly glad that they decided to stay away from Call of Duty because yeah. Call of Duty is going to destroy yeah. everything in its path this year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wait, didn't Battlefront 2, didn't they say a, a release date for that? I think they just said holiday. Oh. No, okay. I think they did put out a release date. Yeah. I, I thought they did in the yeah. article we read last week. Yeah, yeah, because oh we yeah, had... no, they announced a release date. Yeah, man, I'm just off my game today. <laughs> um, pl- uh, it's November seventeenth. Wow, so we got Call of Duty a week yeah. off, and then Star Wars Battlefront. Wow. Mm. Yeah, that's gonna be um. <sighs> that's gonna be rough. Yeah, it's it's it'll be neat. To, I mean, Call of Duty always does well, and we know that. But Battlefront is gonna pull in your um. Uh, Star Wars fans who maybe aren't uh, as into gaming uh, as the people who would play Call of Duty. So I don't know, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. And with our luck, with our luck, Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out (laughs) November 10th. Uh, I don't know. I'm still not convinced that one's going to make it this year. Oh, it's definitely not. It's definitely not. They don't put out games on time. Yeah, and I mean, even from like a competition standpoint, they're gonna be like, "Screw this, we'll do February or something," and just totally own yeah. everything. So um, they're gonna although... make billions of dollars no matter what day they release it on. They could release yes. it Christmas morning; they don't care. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So not lots of news about that one either. All right. So do you have no more fanboyish um, stuff to spew about Marvel versus Capcom? Wow, fanboyish stuff to spew. <laughs> Those are, you're, that's a writer right there. Like, we're talking about a future best-selling author just tearing me apart, limb from limb. No, in fact, I have no further fanboyish stuff to spew 
<laughs> other than to say I'm excited. Okay. And it's a it, it's okay to like things. Yes. It's okay to yeah, like things. I would like to I would like to officially <laughs> remind you that there are probably people on this podcast that don't particularly care for Game of Thrones either. Yes, Man. I know. I know. Like and I... me. Because I went to go yell at my children last week while you guys were having your discussion, and you didn't even notice that I was gone. I did. I I noticed you got up. I didn't notice when you came back, though. So there you go. I think that's worse. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So, uh, yeah, I totally admit. It's Game of Thrones. I, I have Come on. Fa- I'm a, I have fangirlish stuff to spew about Game of Thrones all the time. And wait till it comes out in July, people, because you have seen nothing yet. <laughs> we might have to do a separate podcast that comes out on the same feed. Right. Maybe. Special we'll call Game it of Thrones Throning edition. with the Moms. <laughs> Uh, I think we, I think we need to check that name, but yeah, that, uh, that could be fun. Yeah, yeah I'm totally, I'm totally up for doing like, like a separate yeah. episode so we don't have to worry about spoilers or whatnot. But Steven, I yeah. still want to drag you onto it. So, yeah. So we can look. Well, you have to torture somebody with just talking about it's it. It's worth yeah. noting that there is no such thing as a podcast called Throning with the Moms. So we can okay. in fact do that. Okay. All right. <laughs> And fine, I'll be on it so I can, I, you know what, I'll even host. Okay. But you have to watch. So I'll ask you, have you to questions. Watch. Yeah, you're going to have to watch. Why? Why? I don't How are you supposed to this? ask questions if you don't watch? Anyhow. Um, because right. the internet. I mean, I can, we'll, we'll figure out the format later. How long do we have? We can have uh, a production meeting a couple weeks ahead of time. Right, it's July 16th. July 16th, yeah. Okay, so yeah. after E3, let's get together and we'll figure it out. I'll find out if I have enough time okay. to watch your 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 medieval political fantasy show. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, at least my understanding is that now it's more it's like more politics and less porn, right? Yes. Well, you know, so the first... I might actually be okay with it now. Yeah, you know what? The first season was very gratuitous. They were doing stuff on purpose, I think, to shock people and to sort of make people watch well, it they more. Had to, yeah, yeah, they had, they to, had to gain their notoriety. Yeah. So even since the second, even since the second season, it has been way better. And the most recent seasons, nothing has been gratuitous, in my opinion. I don't. I mean, the the battle from episode nine was very gory, but battles are gory. So. Um, yeah, yeah, you mean like the well they they moved out of the um the brothels. There were so many brothel right. scenes yes. in the first two yeah. seasons where, you know, they just scan across naked bodies doing things. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so. yeah, no. Much 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 fewer brothel brothels. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After little Cuz they're not in the city as much yeah, as the story moves. I was going to say Littlefinger leaves King's Landing and they all just go away. Yeah. And they yeah, and all of a sudden uh, the horrors are no longer interesting. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, a lot of the other characters start having sex, so there's still sex, right. but it's just not yeah sprawling scenes of naked bodies to yeah. look at. No, so. it makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Okay. Um. So this is something that is nuts. So somebody did a speed run of Animal Crossing that only took them 
22 hours and 49 minutes. Like, okay, so you, my first thing was like, what? how can you say you speedrun Animal Crossing? That game doesn't end. Um, and it's true that it doesn't really end, but the speedrun, how they refer to completing, is defined as collecting every item, finding all fish, fossils, bugs, and gyroids, upgrading your entire house and Tom Nook's store, donating every possible item to the museum, collecting all villager statues, and building the town's extra bridge. That is wow. a lot to do. <laughs> Although I will say, um, well, I guess, you know, uh, speedrunners do this anyhow. That is going to, it would take a lot, yeah. of, a lot of cheating the clock in order to, to get all this stuff done. But, um, but yeah, still, that's nuts. So they can't cheat the clock. You mean, oh, you mean cheating the in-game clock? Yeah, yeah. They have all to. Right. Because, like you know, manipulating the... it to be different times a day. No, no, no. That I, yeah. I understand what you mean. They yeah. can't cheat the timer. Right. Because once you hit once you hit go, it doesn't stop until you say time. But no, I now I understand what you mean. I forgot what game we yeah. were talking about. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So interest. That's insane to me that someone <laughs> did that. But I mean, you can speed run anything. Yeah. Interesting segue. Uh, they released the schedule for SGDQ this mm -hmm. week, and guess what game is on it. Um, Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Do either of wow. you want to take a guess what the current world record is for a for a uh, any percent completion of uh, Breath of the Wild? Mm. Uh, I don't know. Eighty. Want me percent? Just say it. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. Any any percent any percent means you just got to the end and didn't necessarily complete anything. So not 80%. Oh, okay. Okay. Just to run percent. through the game. Yeah. You just yeah. Be, in this case it's you beat Ganon. Okay. <laughs> Spoilers. No, just kidding. 40 Oh, well, yeah. I mean spoiler spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. At the end of a Zelda game you got to beat Ganon. The world record for an any percent run is 47 some odd minutes. I was going to say I think I thought maybe you posted something about it being about an hour. It's yeah. a little bit less. So yeah. they're they're going to have an under an hour speed run of that as part of, of uh, Breath of the Wild as part of SGDQ. You want to see some crazy nonsense. <laughs> you watch speedrunners do their crazy nonsense. I can only imagine how much planning went into a 100% run of Animal Crossing. Like you're talking. <laughs> right. Because there's, yeah. there's so many different things that you have to do. Yeah. Right. So like when you have a community of like three or four hundred people working on research for a game. It's it's easy to like figure stuff out, but it's figuring out like okay, so what's the best walking pattern to find all these fossils? It's just insane right. how much yeah. that yeah. guy or girl, I don't know who it was, had to remember and how many notes they had to take to be able to do that kind of a run. Yeah. It's not like Super Mario Brothers where it's like, all right, so you're running through and it's like 3 minutes worth of stuff. Like we're yeah. talking 22 hours where ugh, it just boggles my mind. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a, I don't even know. This is the GameCube version, by the way. So it's like 100 fish-ish, 100 bugs-ish. I don't know how many gyroids. Definitely that many fossils. Um, and then the upgrades. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I caught all of the fish and got all the fossils and the bugs for um, Wild World, which was the DS one. But I did it the real way. I refused to cheat the in-game clock. So I was playing that game literally for a year in order to get everything. <laughs> So, uh, wow. but I did it. I did it. That was dedication. I'll that is dedication <laughs> and determination. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
I remember um, it was before Anna was born. So like I would like purposefully log. I was like, oh, I got to go on Animal Crossing on Christmas or I got to go on Animal Crossing on New Year's so I can see the fireworks. And yeah, right. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Anyhow, Animal Crossing is one of my favorite games ever. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't wait till they release it on mobile. I want to see what they're going to do with it on mobile. Get that would be fun. Yeah, get with it, Nintendo. I mean, they've said it's one of the ones that they're bringing. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just curious to see how they're going to do it. Um, okay, yeah, so that's speedrunning of Animal Crossing, which is totally insane. So um, this is European rumor. Uh, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But um, it seems to be that Broken Age, which was developed by Double Fine, it was the first uh, game developed through their Kickstarter funding. Um, it's already been out for PC, PS4, and Vita, but uh, apparent to, uh, according to a rating by Peggy, which is the European uh, version of the ESRB, that it has now been rated for Xbox One, um, uh, according to a story by Eurogamer. We all know Eurogamer. They almost always are correct. So at least uh, in Europe, it looks like it's going to be coming to Xbox One. It'd be cool if it comes to Xbox hmm. One here. I love that game. That game was awesome. Did you guys play it? Mm. I got through part of it. Eh. <laughs> Whatever, Steven. Steven, you obviously have no sense of humor because that game is hilarious. It's, I mean, kinda. <laughs> kinda. You don't get it. You don't get I mean, did you like the old adventure games that like Tim Schafer worked on? Because it's very Tim Schafer yeah. humor. So, so if I told you that I was a little too young for those... That, oh God! <laughs> would that say anything? Um, uh, well, you know what? No, I, I was not... young when they came out too. I was young when they came out too. I didn't play them until later. So I didn't. I wasn't much of a PC gamer at that uh-huh. time. So like a lot of those were all PC only. So I missed a lot of those. Yeah. Um, so I don't have the same level of nostalgia for the point and click adventure games. I am also hilariously bad at puzzles. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, then he would definitely hate those games. Since, yeah. Well, so, that's it. That's yeah. all they're about. Yeah. Like, while LARPing, when I come across things where we have to solve puzzles as a group, I literally take a nap. Like, I'm not even <laughs> taking I, I put my shield underneath my head, and I lie back, and I fall asleep. <laughs> and then I have them wake me up when it's time to not do puzzles. I'm not yeah. even joking. It's like not yeah. even a little bit of humor there. So oh, yeah, so this GameSpot story. <laughs> the GameSpot story actually left out that it's on mobile. That was it was interesting because it's cheap at least it was cheaper um I don't know if it was phone and iPad but it was definitely cheaper on the iPad than any other platform cuz I told my husband I'm like when it came out I'm like oh I'm thinking when the second episode came out it's in two episodes I said oh I've heard a lot of good things I think about getting this you know looking at the PC and then I pulled it up in the App Store and I was like what it's like half the price of it was on the PC so I bought it on the huh. iPad and then um Anna sat with me and watched me play it she she found it amusing too, but she's got a better sense of humor than Stephen, obviously. <laughs> Did you get to the part with the tree, with like the poor tree that they have to collect no. sap from? So they no. have to make you didn't get. Oh come on, I, that that's that's not even very far. That's not even very far. <laughs> I bounced off real fast. He took a nap. Right, yes. Oh, well, you know what? He took a nap. It's your loss. Um, This game puts me to sleep. I can take a nap. Yeah. It's a valid choice. 
Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to say as a parent anytime you want to take a nap it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> you should check it out Regina. I think it's really funny. I think funny. I will. Yeah. Uh especially if you if you're into the old school point and click and, and Tim Schafer's crazy humor. Um so so yeah if you have a PC or PS4 or what uh, iPad even you should check it out. And it, it's beautiful. So what's the game you're talking about though? It's not this one though. Broken Age? What's it? Yeah. Broken Oh it is Broken it Age. Is broken okay. Age. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's the one that was crazy cheap on the iPad, had like half of what it was on, on Steam. Um, Looking it up right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I can play phone games. <laughs> right, yeah. This might be a hard one. I, I mean, I don't know how big your phone is. This might be a hard one to play on a phone because it's we'll really, see. you know, all the point and click, you have to be at like a certain area that's click on to oh, kind of get stuff. Yeah. So it kind of needs yeah, a larger my, screen. Um, my screen is getting touchy in its old age. Oh. Uh, and I'm trying to hold off for um, buying a new one until the eight comes out. Mm. Um, so, but it, it doesn't, am I the only person that that happens to? Like I hit, if I hit the bottom of my screen, sometimes if I'm on Facebook, it opens and opens the link below it. Hmm. I don't know. I never have that happen. <laughs> it's really weird. I'm like, how did I get this? I'm like, I didn't even, I didn't even know what this is. Cause yeah. it wasn't even on my screen. Yeah. I don't use my weird. phone very much. Um, yeah. Yeah. I use my iPad more. Okay. And I, I honestly, yeah. I think, that that the touch is getting a little a little worn out on that which makes me very sad i mean it yeah my <laughs> i've my definition of the touch screen getting worn out is that i find myself not being able to accomplish things um appropriately in cooking dash so that really could just be me <laughs> <laughs> i'm like like running to grab the food to throw out i'm like i didn't mean to grab a chicken i meant to grab a steak it's a, uh, yeah anyhow, <laughs> anyhow. I don't know. I blame I blame the the equipment all the time. I right. can't do this. Oh, it's because my yeah. phone's broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Um, okay, so oh, we can't see if Stephen walked away. He might have walked away again. Oh, <laughs> nope, I'm here. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you leave every time that there's a topic that you don't want to talk about. I see how that is. I did not leave. I just sat. <laughs> All right, so that's all the news that I have. Stephen, did you have, uh, or Regina, do you have anything else to add? I have one thing. Okay. So I know we don't normally talk about board games. However, I no, think when there it. are significant, I think when there are significant awards handed out, I think it's worth mentioning. Um, mm-hmm. And the 2017 Mensa Select Award winners were announced. Um, if you would like a write up on each of the games, you can head on over to engagefamilygaming.com and look it up. But the five winners were as follows. Imagine by Game Right. It's a party style game with clear cards. You're, it's basically like charades, only you're stacking icons on top of each other using these clear cards. Um, kind of fascinating. Also under $20. Uh, a board game by ELO uh, or ILO called Around the World in 80 Days. I'll give you a hint what it's about. And <laughs> none of your guesses count. You basically should just know what it's about. Um <laughs> The um, in in keeping with the literature theme, Harry Potter uh, Hogwarts Battle, the cooperative oh. deck builder game, also won. Next, Clank, a deck building adventure. Uh, Clank is a cooperative deck builder where you are traveling through a underground cave, trying not to make noise because if you make noise, you wake up a dragon, and waking up dragons spoilers is never a good it's plan. Um, yeah. and also you're stealing artifacts, and the more artifacts you steal the more angry the dragon will become. Um, And lastly is a game called Amalgam by a company called Simply Fun. You play a wizard 
and you're moving around a map and you are uh, you have to remember what ingredients are in what locations on the map because you're trying to pick ingredients that all match mm. together because whoever has the most matching ingredients in their pot at the end of the game has made the most br- the most potent potion and wins the game. So those are the five winners of the uh, Mensa Select Award. Um, this is where literally they get a bunch of Mensa people together in a room for a weekend, and they play board games for two days, and the top five winners uh, get this. These are always... I-, I almost think these are even better than... This is like a better semblance of like good games than sometimes even the Spiel de Jar, which is like their game of the year. Like This is always good stuff, because these aren't picked by board game critics. They just mm-hmm. p- picked by nerds. Picked by yeah players, you know. So yeah, they don't, they're I not think... worried about like the being artists. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. I think at one point I looked at those awards when I was trying to find some games that Isaac and I could play um, together. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the games that we got looking on my shelf that came out of that is um, I'm pretty sure um, Kulami. Do you guys know Kulami by Foxmind? This was a few years ago. So, hmm. Steven, you, you don't. It for me? Yeah, it's K U L A M I. Um, I just need to be reminded because I'm not. I'm pretty dumb. So <laughs> hold on. <laughs> I, I mean, I, it sounds super familiar. Okay, so it's it's kind of Moncala ish ish kind of. I I have not played it. It looks very cool. I love the components. I have wanted yeah. to play it, but I have not. Um. But yeah, it's cool. We it, like it. We like it a lot. It looks like the kind of game that would win a Mensa award. Um, do you guys? If you guys like Harry Potter, I don't know if. if uh, are you guys Harry Potter people? I love Harry Potter. Yeah. Well, I mean, Regina, yeah, we know you're Harry it. Potter. We listen to sort the of. we listen to the Geek Embassy Hangout. Y'all are well. Some of you are various <laughs> levels of Harry Potter fans. Um, because the, the Hogwarts <laughs> Battle deck builder is ridiculously good. Huh, um, that's you basically cool. play as. Ron, Hermione, Harry, and um, the fourth one is uh, Neville Longbottom mm-hmm. um, in the opening game, and you play through the seven books, um, mm-hmm. and they have an expansion coming That's out, cool. and they're in spoiler season with that one, um, and they announced a new character, and that one is Luna Lovegood. Um, cool. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, if you like Harry Potter, the de- the Harry Potter deck builder is absurdly good, um, but all these look pretty cool. Um, I'll have reviews of all of them by the end of the year. That's what I one of the things that I try and do. So, um, yeah. So there you go. Board, that's board game news, yeah. not normally what we cover, but I mean, when things no, get no, awards, no, cool. I think it's worth talking about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's funny though. Speaking of Harry Potter, he just reminded me. Um, I actually went to go see Beauty and the Beast. Um, my friends took me out to see it. Um, it was uh, the reason why that that there's a connection there is because. Um, what is is it Emma Watson? Is that her name? Yeah. Uh, who plays yeah. Hermione? Is plays Belle in the new Beauty Belle, and the Beast? Yeah. yeah, and I mean it was okay. It was cool. It, it was like more nostalgia trip for me um, than anything because I was like I don't know twelve or something when the animated one came out. Uh, but the, the the highlight actually for me was that the very first trailer was the Wonder Woman Origins trailer. So I got to see oh, nice. I got to see that on the big screen. Um, and unfortunately, that was the high point. But the the movie it was okay. It was okay. I mean, for the most part, it's the animated film in real life. Some of the acting, yeah. some of the acting, I thought was a little stale. Um, Emma, Emma's acting actually, I thought was a little. I don't know. It was a little, what? little dry. You better, a little, be, you yeah. better be careful. 
you better be careful because there's some Emma Watson fans out there. I'm just saying. I'm not saying for me. I'm just saying Emma Watson fans. They are, they are like Call of Duty fans. Like you just love you some Emma Watson. Um, unf- you know, unfortunately, a large percentage of them are middle-aged men, which is disappointing in my people. Um, but I mean, it wasn't bad. It just seemed like. I don't know. It seemed like she was trying to recreate the animated character a little too much, I think. Um, oh, so she she fell into, um, oh, God, who was it that played Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original oh, movies? Um, that, um, I don't remember. <laughs> Ewan, Ewan, Ewan McGregor, Ewan remember, McGregor yeah. trying to be Sir Alec Guinness, yeah. where, where, like, you're like, uh, just be a person. Like, yeah. stop being a caricature. Like yeah. Yeah, tell. stop being, yeah. stop, you, you need to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. You don't be, need to be that guy. Yeah, yeah, right, I mean, exactly. I mean, that, that's yeah, hard to not that. fall into. Speaking yeah, of Disney yeah. movies getting turned into live action, did you guys see the report running around that Jon Favreau is actually super nervous about being the dude they picked to do The Lion King? Because he is <laughs> no, like, I, I don't... So, I mean, he's kind of a big deal, but um, he's kind of smart and good at what he does. He's very nervous because he doesn't want to screw up The Lion King. Yeah. And I think, realistically, like... If there was one that was gonna be screw up a bull, I think that the Lion King has the most tripwires. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I don't. How do you make a live action out of the Lion King? I know King? exactly. I'm like, I mean, I know they made a musical, but yeah. Well, I mean, there's costumes made, and musicals. They, they made so. one out of. Uh, I mean, they made a movie out of the Jungle Book, and um, the Jungle Book has plus one yeah. person in it. So yes, I yeah. Know. Subtract yeah, the yeah, one now little boy. I, now that I'm thinking about about back on it, there's um, you know, Babe was basically all animals too, and that was um, yeah, that was pretty cute. Um, but what was I gonna say? Oh, speaking of you and McGregor, he was actually a voice in the voice of Lumiere in the uh in the new Beauty and the Beast. So I was sitting through looking through the credits. There are a bunch of people that are the voices of like the little you know the teapot and the clock yeah. and everything in that movie. Like crazy, like um, uh, yeah. Ian McKellen does a voice too. I forget which one that he did. He's Cogsworth. I'm like looking through these credits. He's Cogsworth. No, he's yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then which there's like um, yeah, such perfect cast. <laughs> there's like Emma Thompson is like the uh, you know, like the, yeah. the sorceress type. I was. That's just what like, I was gonna say. I saw her. I saw her pictured in the in the you know uh, yeah. marketing stuff. So yeah. So that was the most surprising to me. But because um, I'm yeah. like, Ewan McGregor, really? I'm like, Ian McKellen, well, I mean, really? <laughs> they got money. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I just. They got it money. Was just, yeah. Voice yeah, acting's it was... easy. You sit in a booth for a couple of days. I mean, yeah, I don't want to say it's well, easy, but it's easy to schedule. Say, okay. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's easy to can, fit in and around other things. Yeah. I mean, because they don't have to wait for the thing for them to like change sets or whatever. They just need to record junk. So they could do it in the course of a week or two weeks. And go do other stuff. That's what I meant to say. It's easy okay. to fit that into one schedule. Okay, Trust me, I was about to say, man. <laughs> I spend multiple. I spend multiple hours on a microphone every week, and the rest of my working hours, I'm on a headset. Trust me, I understand. <laughs> it is difficult to talk that. <laughs> and sometimes I think you know. I think actors would say that it's harder to act that way because you don't have people to play off of. You know, you sort of have to imagine. Um, the characters yeah. that you're talking to. So, um, yeah. Uh, but I would know nothing about that. Uh, previous episode of Gaming with the Moms, I forget which episode it is, we had Morla Gorondona on, 
uh, who is a voice actress in games, and she talks about what that's like a little bit. Uh, I have no idea what episode that was. It was a fairly early one. So, yeah, look back. Um, okay, so was there anything else then um, besides the Board Game Awards? You caught Steven? You covered just about Not everything. for me. Okay. You covered everything. Okay. All right, cool. So let's move into what we're playing then. Um, Steven, have you finished Zelda yet? Or are you still no. playing it? You haven't finished it yet. Um, I, I have to finish it this week because Mario Kart comes out on Friday. So um, mm. I think I'm actually going to do I, The more I think about it, the more I think as soon as I'm done with this, I'm just going to go do it. Okay. I'm going to go finish cool. Zelda tonight. <laughs> it's, it is so good. It's so good. <laughs> I don't want to stop. But the reality is <laughs> I spent this past weekend, my wife and kids got trapped in New York with a, a busted tire. And so uh -huh. I was home alone, and I played about 19 hours of Zelda while they were gone. Um, when I get upset, I rage play video games. Spoilers. Um, and uh, I I realized, like, two-thirds of the way through that, that I was like, you know what? I'm not really enjoying myself, like, wandering around looking for shrines and doing stuff like that. Like, I would find one, I'd be like, oh, this is great. The rest of the time, I was just wandering. Uh -huh. So, um, you know, I because I'm bad at puzzles and admittedly finding some of these shrines are environmental puzzles. Um, yeah. so, and I'm just not good at it. So, um, you know, uh, but it's still a gorgeous okay. game. I've been all over the place. So yeah, pretty, I'm cool. going to finish it tonight. I think. All right. So I have a question, Steven. Yes. Is this, is uh, breath of the wild in the running for game of the year for you? Oh, oh easily. Uh, I, um, I don't, I don't, I don't think anything is, I mean, I, I, before I played it, I was so pleasantly surprised with Horizon Zero Dawn that I thought that Horizon Zero Dawn stood a chance. And then I played Zelda. Um, I think Zelda might be, it's bar none the best video game Nintendo has ever made. No exceptions. Fight me if you want. I'll be on Twitter. Um, and... <laughs> I think it might actually be one of the most amazing video games ever made. You'll note I didn't say best. I'm sure there's some, but the most amazing, I, I it's amazing. Yeah. Well, I'm keeping a list now. I have a list of your most anticipated <laughs> games and what you're listing as best game of the year. So. It's certainly the best I, game I've played so far this year. I have it so in my notebook year. right here okay. on my desk. Okay, so, my, okay. so yeah. it's Horizon Zero <laughs> oh, Dawn so and just... Zelda, right? Right, yeah, that's Good. what I have on your, your game of the year so far, and most anticipated are Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. Oh, sure. So that's so, what I have. Good, fair enough. You know what? You're going to make it easy for me, because at the end of the year, when I need to write my game of the year I know. I'm going to have gonna your notes like, for you. Hey, hey, Regina, could you send me, could you just text me a picture of that? Yeah, um, and I will gladly great. do that. <laughs> it'll make my life so much easier. I'll be like, hey, check out this thing Regina did for me. Um, Zelda is so freaking good, but it's not the only game I've been playing. Can I talk about, can I just talk for a second about how amazing Graceful Explosion Machines is? Have okay. either of you heard about sure. Graceful Explosion Machines? I have not. No. Let me, let me paint you a picture. It's like Gradius. Do you remember Gradius from back in the yes. day? Yes. It's a shmup. Yes. So it's like that. Only everything's pastel and like bright colors. Um, okay. And the idea is you are racing through these levels trying to eliminate all the enemies. That's the only mission. The levels actually loop in on themselves. Uh -huh. Almost like that PS4 launch game from Housemark. Um, I forget what it's called. 
but um, you know where you know the levels are literally circles and you can move around. It's not literally that way. You can just move back uh-huh. and forth. Um, but the difference is uh-huh. there are only four weapons, and they are each mapped to the four different face buttons, and that's it. You have four weapons and a laser gun, and so it's super balanced. You know, and it is a riot just moving through these levels, trying to balance not overheating your basic weapon and using these other weapons because they have a limited energy pool. Um, It's so good. It is the best game on the Switch that is not called Zelda. And I, it's not close. <laughs> oh, wow. All right. That's cool. How about you, Regina? Cool. Uh, I've had a kind of stressful few days, uh, with some stuff going on, so I decided I needed something to chill out with. (laughs) So I went back to Stardew Valley last night and played a little bit because I was like, I need to relax. What's going to help me relax? And so I just spent a lot of time, like, because I'm still very early, I don't have a lot of stuff built, and I just got a notice that said, if I collect enough stone, someone will build a well for me. Uh Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I started just, I've just been collecting resources mostly is all I really have to do in that game right now. So yeah. I just did that for, yeah. for, you know, a little while last night and I felt better. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's very <laughs> zen. I mean, control. it you is. You can't yes. get like more away from the stresses of our everyday life than just farming. Just mm-hmm. far. Yeah. I mean, obviously, real life farming is hard, but <laughs> this kind of farming is. <laughs> well, I have a, I have a real life garden I'm growing right now, and I'm super frustrated because it won't stop raining here. Oh, um, I mean, rain is good for things that you're growing, but yeah. like seriously, my zucchini is like drowning. Oh. It's it's been so wet here. So yeah, it's been wet here too. Apparently, this this um, shocker. It's raining that, in Seattle. No, I know, right? This is the wettest Seattle. This is the wettest. Um, weather seattle has had for i don't know some something crazy like since the 19 like 10 or something like that this is the this wettest is the winter coldest, yeah yeah this is the coldest april we have had since 1967 yeah um we didn't break 75 degrees until two days ago wow yeah so, and, and or no we hadn't broken we hadn't even broken 70 i we hadn't gotten to 69 and, and it was 75 on friday last week but that was the warmest it had been we hadn't broken 69 degrees in the month of April. Yeah. Um, and it's just, I mean, Stephen's like, it's, I live in Connecticut, screw you both. But, um, <laughs> no, dude, it was 80 last week. Shut up. Yeah. No, 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 that's okay. Man. That's okay. Yeah. I, I, I want don't my like... seasons. That's why yeah. I live here. Yeah. I want yeah. my seasons. Yeah. I don't want March to be super confusing where it will be eight. It, there was one week where it was 80 on Wednesday and then it snowed that Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just, it's like, yeah, it's terrifying. But yeah, so my real garden is frustrating, which is why it was nice to go into a virtual <laughs> landscape and farm because uh, I didn't have to worry about my plants actually having died because I hadn't watered them in two weeks where my real ones would have. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, uh, obviously, there was birthday nonsense going on a lot. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I hadn't played a lot until right before the podcast. I was like, I've got a couple hours. I'm going to go play some Horizon because I hadn't played it in over a week. So I played some more Horizon. I finished a, a side quest. It was difficult. Well, I'm not finished with it yet because I have to go back and tell the person that I did the thing that they asked me to do. So not completely finished yet, but finished the hard part of it. Um, I had to fight a storm bird. It's like a 
giant like they have the glint hawks which are the you know, like the first kind of machine birds that you come up against and those can mm. be pretty hard to difficult um difficult to uh to take down the storm bird was nuts i was just like it, it took me like five <laughs> Where tries did you come from? yeah and then like you know i had i sat back and sort of like pieced it together really zoomed in on the different pieces of the of the machine and what where i needed to shoot it with what arrow and uh and then uh I have to. I had to be very stealthy about it. I had to be like, shoot, run into the grass and you know lay low, and then wait for it to land on the rock, and then shoot, and then run away again. So, <laughs> so it took a while, um, but I did it eventually. Um, so, so that was fun. That's I'm funny. yeah, I'm still enjoying that that game. Although this is the last side quest that's in my um, that's in my little uh, notebook type thing right. whatever it is where you press Your log the log yeah so i'll be going um back to at least one main quest here pretty soon and then as i noted before i've been playing cooking dash uh where i'm you know grabbing chickens instead of steak uh but um but it's fun <laughs> i just i just love these types of games uh like i said i kind of have hit the paywall where i gotta wait mm-hmm. um to do stuff yeah um uh, although i don't want to brag too much but i have a feeling that i that lots of people probably hit the paywall before i did um because there are some stuff that's still really challenging for me from like and i'm like completionist so you get um Mm -hmm. stars in those levels based on how much money you earn but you get like an extra little like a gold um flourish if you serve all customers in the level and so you have to be really fast to do that and there are a couple at the end of the the second season in the which is there's seasons it's like a tv show which is like I don't know, kind of weird. I don't know why they have it set up like that. Um, but the last two uh, uh, episodes of the second season, I still have not been able to serve all of the customers yet, and it's driving me nuts. <laughs> so anyhow, <laughs> so it's that's good. like me. I'm still trying to to finish the find everybody in Stardew Valley quest. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I think I have one or maybe two people left and I'm like, I know you have to be like on the very, very outskirts of town or yeah. something. Or you're I just, just have to go to some You're just missing them because they're somewhere yeah. else at, at different times of day. Yeah. Um yep. yeah. Yeah. So besides cooking i I've been playing type shift. Um I Yeah me too. Yeah, I bought one of the other um crossword uh packs. Uh, which has me pretty oh. much stumped. I finished one of them right away. It was really easy. And these other ones, I'm like, I don't, I, I can't figure <laughs> it out, you know. And uh, uh, but I'm still doing the daily puzzle, obviously as well. And then um, Hearthstone, uh, as always, um, uh, it's getting harder to win with my priest um, quest deck. I'm at the point now where I think I'm going to start looking up decks online from some of the pros and sort of what they're putting together. Um, mm-hmm. because I, I think it's, um, it's been enough time since the expansion was released that something should be starting to, to settle down and have right. different strategies now. So, um, so yeah, so that's me. Steven, did you, have you, I've only seen you online like once in Hearthstone. Did you jump in or are you just not doing it? I dropped in. I stopped for a minute cause Zelda. Oh, been, okay. We also, I've play a lot while you're asleep because. I play early in the morning, and early in the morning for me morning. is like middle okay. of the night. For yeah. Okay, right, right, okay. 
So Okay. Oh, that's going to be fun at E3 because I'm going to be in my time zone. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to yeah. be running like circles around you guys at night. You're going to be like, can we go to bed now at six o'clock? And I'm going to be like, no, come well, on. Well, to be fair, I think we all stay up later than you. <laughs> probably. But probably not later enough to be like till 3 a.m. or 2 a.m. your time. I usually go to bed around 11. So, yeah. I mean... That's three of us are time. three of us are LARPers, so we're up late, so we'll be all right. Um, all right. Well, it'll be. Fu- I'm not saying it'll Challenge be fine. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> well, also, I'm gonna have to stay awake because I'm gonna have way too much damn work to do. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, Stephen. Uh, and I think you both were asking for advice on Facebook. So here's my quick advice: Do not overbook yourself. Like yeah, you will be tempted. I did that once at you will be tempted to overbook yourself, and also plan for all of your appointments to start late. So don't book like anything important one right after the other, because otherwise, you know, someone is going to be flaky, and the PR person's not going to get you in to see the people when they're supposed when they're supposed to, because someone before you took too long, and blah blah blah. So expect every single appointment to start late, and schedule it around that that sort of time frame and then uh you should be good um drink lots of water carry yeah. lots of hand sanitizer um yeah yeah and the yeah uh, those are my and wear comfortable shoes yes actually i have to buy new shoes so the, <laughs> I actually, like my running shoes are done yeah i'm wearing my new <laughs> shoes right now to prepare and break them yeah. in um the reason that to be the I reason that do. i asked for that advice um because i did ask for that advice on the facebook is actually i'm working on a piece that I was oh, okay. uh, commissioned to do for uh, the Las Vegas Department of Tourism because they are having a new convention start soon. Okay. And so they've been reaching out to smaller... This is actually interesting. They've been reaching out yeah, to smaller wow. gaming sites to write about their experiences going to conventions um, and huh. tips about going to your first convention, and they're going to link them on their website. And I was like, oh, so what you're saying is if I write this thing that actually makes sense for me to write, you'll link to it from the Las Vegas... Uh, department of uh you'll link to my site from the las vegas department of uh of like travel sure sure that sounds <laughs> yeah. great i would love cool. that link juice thank you so that's awesome um, yeah. but it's still you know useful information i, I have a uh, project so one of the guys going with us is a legitimate project manager so he is going to be responsible uh-huh. for that stuff and the spreadsheets and the scheduling and yeah i'm uh-huh. not going to try and overbook us in fact, I'm going to try and give everybody out of the five of us, other than me, I'm going to give the other four people at least one, like one day to do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's smart. out of the three. If I can do yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many so, appointments. Sometimes you, um, like you, you miss the coolest thing because you're just overbooked and focused right. on appointments and you don't yeah. walk around, around and then you don't see yep. something cool. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. All right. Um, okay. Well, I think that's going to wrap it up. Thanks so much for listening. If you have questions, comments, or feedback, you can send those to gamingwiththemoms at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at gamingwithmoms. Regina is from the Geek Embassy and is writing the forthcoming book, Mothering the Game. Uh, apparently has had a crazy Harry Potter Google Hangout recently. Um, <laughs> I did, yeah, yes. But, but what do you want to talk about, Regina? <laughs> Oh, I was going to mention that um, we had a Harry Potter-themed... Uh, we discussed... Um, Harry Potter Hogwarts houses. Mm. So uh, what houses we would get sorted into. And um, Isabella, who writes for my site and is our social media manager, 
uh, decided to throw down immediately and say that Fantastic Beats does not exist and she will not acknowledge it. <laughs> um, and so we almost came to fisticuffs. Over, wow. Wow. <laughs> over some shade. I wasn't like she could have said that. I wanted to, to defend my point on this. She hasn't actually seen Fantastic Beasts. Hmm. Yeah. And she so said she just it. Decided and she, that? Yeah, she read some articles and read some criticism of it, I guess, and decided, I'm like, no, like, there, that, no. Yeah. Like, you don't get to just decide on somebody else's point of yeah, view that it's, you're not it's like a, acknowledging something. It's like something. a prequel. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I wasn't crazy yeah. about seeing it either. Um, and yeah. then I did. So, yeah, so, so, uh, so, yeah, I saw Fantastic Beasts on the plane. Um, and I was, right. I wasn't like against it. I was just kind of like, uh, yeah, Harry Potter, whatever. I'm sort of over it. But it was really interesting because, I hadn't looked up anything about it and I didn't realize that it was like the prequel about the guy who had written the book that they all studied in school, right. which was yeah. super fantastic cool. beast. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it I was thought, good. yeah, and I, yeah, I enjoyed it. And, but if so, that was, that was really the fight was more about the fact that she had just kind of like summarily dismissed it without having actually seen it uh -huh. or keeping an open mind enough to go see it. And, and so she's going to watch it this weekend. And she's going to live tweet while she does. And I told her to tag me so I can argue everything horrible <laughs> that she says about it. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But um, we took some really interesting quizzes. Um, there's one that's based on the Myers-Briggs type indicator that we shared. And there's also this um, Tumblr called um, the Sorting Hat Chat. Uh -huh. And they have this entire like structure set up where you're you're sorted into one house but you have a primary house and a secondary house uh -huh. and they have this entire structure around um the Hogwarts houses wow. which it's really fascinating and it really added a lot of depth to you know not a lot of depth in the story you just kind of get sorted into like these big you know right. groups or whatever yeah. but um that kind of changed the perceptions we all had of not just about ourselves but about the houses in general so cool. all those links are up at thegeekembassy.com so go check that out and uh, and see Cool. See where you fall. See what, how she fall into. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> you know what I would always do though. Like I'm not crazy into Harry Potter anymore, but I would just like change change my answers to the questions mm -hmm. so I could get in Gryffindor. Um, yeah, we talked about that too. We talked about that too. How we would force ourselves into the houses we wanted to be in because you can anticipate from the quizzes. Yeah. Two of the quizzes that we have that we took, you couldn't, you couldn't decipher. Oh, like, okay. Like the the one that's based on the MBTI. There's no way to know where they're going to sort you based on the question because it's a range. They give a statement and they give um, agree, agree a little, neutral, disagree a little, right. disagree. Yeah. So you can't like go, oh, well, this is, you know, oh, I'm brave. So, you know, this right. is that or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. All right. That's cool. More nuance. So yeah. Stephen is editor and founder of EngagedFamilyGaming.com. What's going on in Engaged Family Gaming, Stephen? Engaged Family Gaming's got a lot of stuff going on, man. Um, We are, you know, we still got our podcast going every week. Uh, We are back on our regular schedule, we took a couple of weeks of uh, straight-up board games because we had some cool interviews and stuff that we didn't want to miss, but we're back. Um, this coming week, we have a big game day, so we're going to be putting out a whole bunch of reviews for board games. Um, so my recommendation is Engage Family Gaming is getting kind of crazy. Got a bunch of people helping me write. We're gearing up towards E3. So my recommendation is find us on all the social media channels and follow us because that's how you're going to find out about all this cool E3 stuff that we're going to do um, because we're going to be killing it. So, um, very excited. Very, very excited. All right. All right, cool. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back with you next week.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.